0: What the-
1: everybody, I'm Marky e. Devereux, your host of Verbal Assault Livestream. We are a political podcast. We hit from left, right, and center. Sometimes we just hit. and Sometimes we hit the center a little bit more because they're not taking a side of the left or the right. Yesterday's show was very, very passionate. We got emotional. We got intense. Uh, but we always kind of work our differences out at the after show, and Cherokee has invited me up. I don't know if today's going to be uh, the day for an after show, Cherokee, but I thank you for that. Um, what I will uh, say is that we have returning again, Cherokee Black, Mr. Kirkadere, Mr. Brian Parker, Mr. Rob Arnold, Ms. Inyorka Encarnacion, and Mr. Samuel Kuchera, my co-host. Let's get right into the topic. Disappointing Tulsa turnout, Trump gets hissy. Now, Samuel, you know that Trump. Is going to say that it was a huge turnout. You know it, right? Yes,
2: of course you would.
1: And you know that the Democrats are going to take photos and say, "Hey, the place was only one third full."
2: Please comment. How would you feel? If, how would you feel if if you spend a lot of Money and energy to promote your brand, and then some people do something to sabotage. How would you feel about that? If if you spend Samuel, time, energy, and money did, to promote, do you realize brand,
1: the irony of that question?
2: Not yet. Go ahead, make it clear.
1: Did you realize the exactly. irony of that question?
2: Make it clear. No, I didn't. Go ahead, make it clear. No.
1: <laughs> That's already been discussed. Um, no, no,
2: go ahead, make it clear. You know, you know, you,
1: you know Samuel, I'm, I'm trying to relate to you, but the United States is not about being a brand. The United States is not about being a business. The United States is about being a country with
2: opportunities.
1: It is about being a land where people can come to grow and expand. Would you agree with me, Samuel?
2: I would absolutely agree with you, absolutely.
1: Uh, <clears throat> Kirk Adair from um uh, sorry with COVID uh with COVID-19 positive staffers and attendees without masks, is Trump needing to prove something?
3: Yeah, Trump is illustrating Trump is very quietly saying that Fauci is lying and the whole thing is is rubbish. Uh, he said that before. He said it's gonna go away without vaccination. What he's trying to do, and he's not unfortunately he's not the best when it comes to conveying fact. He's a little bit too obtuse. But by right. not wearing masks, that's not that's not disrespecting. It's showing that the whole thing is bullshit and was from the beginning. And that's what he's trying to illustrate: that America has got to stop being afraid of something that's not as bad as a flu. Okay. Well, I mean, so, is okay. so,
1: so we're 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 saying.
4: This is not as bad
1: as the flu, is that what I occurred? It's akin to it. It's definitely something akin, to, akin it. to okay. I I knew I was missing a word
4: there. Hey Marquis, can I can I pop in on this? Please, please do, please. Alright, first of all I want to say that Donald Trump's showing in Tulsa was huge as compared with the 30 people that showed up at Joe Biden's gym. Second, I want to say that The reason why it was a much lesser number than it otherwise would be is because the Democrats and AOC was on board with this. They went ahead and reserved lots and lots, thousands of seats. They reserved thousands and thousands of seats in order to keep them empty. That is the sabotage that Sam was talking about. Now, when they turn around and engage in such subterfuge, and then they turn around and say, with their skullduggery, Oh, he had a low turnout. Well their guy had thirty people show up at a high school gym, then the whole thing is a bunch of horse shit.
1: Their course, guy is their guy is not the president. And that's beside um, the point. Hey, hold on, can I finish
4: the point? If I could finish, please. hey, Marquis, they engaged in subterfuge. That's what they did. They sabotaged Tulsa with thousands and thousands of reserved seats that they did just to keep them empty to turn around and say you didn't you didn't get a great showing you're 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 waning in popularity.
1: Now, I'm it's gonna a lie. I'm going to interject there and tell you that I've actually heard the same exact thing. Well, it's true, but but, but. the hissy fit, the hissy fit. He got very very emotional. The the uh, the staff. Is, 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 it's basically stressed out because they don't know whether they're going to be the next people let go. Um, yes, i
4: want to call it a hissy fit. Maybe it was just him showing a little bit of anger of, of having been hijacked by a bunch of scumbags. Uh, he, he's going to cover this base the next time around. These scumbags are not going to be able to do it to him again.
1: Okay, so thank you. Rob Arnold says the word scumbags. That's what they are. Brian, Brian Parker, Brian Parker, when we say scumbag, shithole, rapist. Where, where, where are we? Are we at the bar? Are we at the high school? Are we on the bus in high school? Brian Parker, uh, where's the decorum? You're from North Carolina, brother. Where's the decorum?
5: What does that mean? No, I'm, I, I know it, I'm, I'm being facetious. Right, but, the, but you know, one. and
1: I'm also going to add to the question and say, where is the decorum when you're a person that comes from a brand and a business? What's going on?
4: Decorum goes out the window when they engage in cheating.
1: Hey, how's that for an answer, Mark? Okay, but coming back to Brian, you were saying.
5: Oh, how about, Rob, when he says, Brian, Rob, don't talk.
1: <laughs> Go ahead, Brian. This listen. You're a dark man from the South. We don't have to figure
5: <laughs> out. Yeah, I, I, I don't need nobody to talk for me. I appreciate it if he asks me a question, you let the person talk who he's directing me oh, to. Ahead, go ahead. All right. Enough already. Go ahead. What's your end? No, oh, enough, for enough already? Enough already? Is that like telling me to shut the fuck up? No. It's Bro. like saying, go ahead and talk. Oh, so now I talk <laughs> when you want me to talk.
4: No, you talk <laughs> because you were asked a question. I gave a five second interjection. Please go. Okay.
1: Go ahead, oh, okay. Laurel and Hardy, okay. Now that now, you now now right. I have permission to respond. <laughs> Laurel and Hardy Hart. <laughs> Go ahead, Go ahead Forty, Ryan.
5: 46 years old. I ain't taking it personal.
1: Go ahead, Ryan.
5: You just don't need to give everybody permission. No, okay. um, but Marquis, there is no, no more decorum with this. There's, I mean, Trump has uh, done mudslinging since he came down the escalator, talking about Mexicans being rapists, not sending their best. Trump, is, Trump called, Trump uh, in Cherokee, I hate this because I know it's part of your descent, but calling a grown-ass woman Pocahontas, mm-hmm. um, identifying a vaccine as Kung Flu, which does not notate whether it comes from China or Japan or anywhere else in Asia, is racist. Um, the mudslinging has always been there. Trump got trolled, Trump got bitch slapped because they told him that a million people wanted to come to this rally, the overflow had to be taken down before he came. He pissed a hit fit when he saw that the bowl wasn't full. There's was only sixty-two hundred people. So if you're okay. telling me if you're telling me that one hundred and ninety-three thousand people pumped your ass, then something is wrong. Okay. Maybe okay. trusting, Brian.
2: Yeah, but something is. You can't
4: trust these Democrats.
2: <clears throat>
1: I, I, you know something. I trust them enough to have them on the show. No, I'm uh, Samuel about- Samuel Kachera, you were you were trying to add something in there.
2: No, Brian said, if if you got punked by 193,000 people, something is wrong. But yeah, something is wrong. You know, wrong with someone messing with your business. Something mess. Somebody taking money out of your pocket.
5: I do, but but what inspired them to do
6: that?
2: What inspired inspired so many people to do that? What inspired so many people to do that? Excuse me, but it it, that would be the person. A lot of
6: kids on TikTok bought up the tickets. Children yeah. are becoming more politically adept, correct? A lot of kids brought up the tickets, so and so I they're not so Demo- they're not democrats because
1: they not yet,
5: not they're
6: exactly back. right. Okay,
4: that's just okay. wrong. Well, oh, wait a minute, what you call them politically adept is actually a cheat. They cheated okay. by reserving seats that you have no intention to to occupy, you're cheating, and it all was political political yep. It was
1: a political it's state. a false zero i'm going to i'm going to put the narrative back to politics i'm going to ask cherokee how is what supposed ticket holders doing any different than district gerrymandering how is that any different
6: not different it's the same thing it's just like it's just like it's just like trump calling in the military for peace on on peaceful demonstrators i mean
4: Talk about conflation. I mean, New York, Jeez, uh, you got something to say here.
1: <laughs> okay. So well, hold on, because I'm, I'm going to get to Sista in a moment. I'd like to direct this question to Kirk Adair. Was having the rally on June t- Juneteenth in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where Black Wall Street was essentially burned to the ground in a race riot, given his rep for division, the move to connect with African-Americans or the white right?
3: Uh, I don't think it was a move to connect with the right, right. I do think that it was, um, a move to connect with African Americans and to connect with African Americans on a very specific date. Um, I do feel however, he was in fact trolled because I get emails from both sides and I know that the democratic committee was doing everything they could to raise money to buy seats at that because they they everybody in the world in the democratic party was sending me emails to uh we need this immediately for trump's we need this because trump is having a rally we need to raise this we need and what i what bothers me the most is the democratic national committee is squandering our funds doing this kind of political joke uh and you know just to just as a as a Tease or stick them in the side. Kurt, the seats were free. They didn't have to buy the seats. seats They didn't have to buy the seats. First
6: come, first serve.
4: Uh, They wanted the money to pay the people.
6: Were taken by people who didn't actually show up.
4: Right, but those people were paid to not show up. That's where the money came in. Do do so. The kids on TikTok (laughs) were
6: paid people to do the various things all the time.
4: Well, it's subterfuge. Keep saying the word. It's it's for real. Look, it, this is just, this, this is a cheat. It really is. It really and then is. And say, Fuck, he didn't get a big really
1: turnout. Is. Okay. Well,
2: so, we, know for fact, we know for a fact that this whole thing was set up and, and, and he was trolled and he was done wrong. Right. We know that. We can all agree on this point. I, I, what, I, what, what, what I'm
1: not clear about is... If you want to connect with African-Americans on a historic day, why not go to a, a, a black church on that historic day and invite pastors and, and, and clergy from various denominations and say, let's give some focus to Juneteenth and let's intentionally reach out to African-Americans. You go inside a church, he'll implode. That was not said, Samuel. Would you agree with me?
2: Uh, I'm not aware of it having been said, but I am aware that he's the one that put forth to make Juneteenth, Juneteenth a, uh, a proper public holiday.
1: Okay, well, right now it's a holiday in New York. Is it a holiday in the United States?
2: That's what I'm saying. He put that forth. To whom? To the country. To his administration. That
6: was only after all the protests. And and Floyd beat the knee on the neck and everybody happened to see it
2: because they was home because of Cobra. Only you know, after that? Nobody
6: really? For nobody really? But nobody else put it forth. You know, the black. From
2: day one. But nobody else put it forth.
1: So right. this this is this is what I have to ask people. You know, I'm I'm i in contact various people on Facebook. And I have a person who is uh Latino, and I don't like to say Latino because I think it's a misnomer. I have a Spanish speaking brother, who um, is not of direct African descent, but he's always talking about what's happened for black people. Yet, the black people on this program are each doing their own projects because the opportunities, no one on this program is working a nine to five and they're having to create their own opportunities. I believe that's what the Republican Party is about. Yet and still, um, I just don't need anybody to tell me what's happening for black people when they're not in my shoes. I can't tell a woman what's happening with abortion and the pain that it takes to decide whether you want to take your child because I'm not in those shoes and I'm not wearing a wig. I'm just not interested. Um, but speaking of interested, I would like to direct the next question to our sister, uh, Ms. Njerka Encarnacion. There is still in our, our Republican National Convention being planned and it's being planned vigorously. Um, everybody is very concerned that the same thing does not happen again um Yurka, would you attend um, this if it were held in new york and new jersey
0: with the energy that carries out in those rallies yeah i would like to cuz okay. i like energy this is, this is, this is the reason why i like to see sports in person not through a television there's a lot of energy in those in those rallies i would like to okay. attend them.
1: All right, do you, do, in, 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 in the word, um, you got very uncomfortable when I talked about black power. Um, if, but, but but we hear the word white power at Trump rallies, should we New Yorker feel uncomfortable?
0: Ooh. I don't feel uncomfortable because I don't feel inferior. I'm a human right. being. I don't feel uncomfortable. Anybody who, a Chinese person can say Chinese power, that's, that's up to them. Right. I'm not, I'm so, not going to feel uncomfortable because of
6: that. As long as, okay.
0: they, so, as, as long as they don't hurt me, as long as they don't shoot me, that's oh, fine. Any word can come out of their mouth. Thank you.
1: <laughs> this, is where, this is where I segue into Samuel. Samuel, Nyarkis says, as long as they don't shoot me, as long as they don't hurt me, but when everybody in the fifties and the sixties and the forties said white power, that's back. exactly what happened.
2: You're going backwards, You're Samuel, late. my You're brother.
1: Uh-uh. Samuel, my brother. Come on, man. Do you know the history of the United States, bro? Yes,
2: yeah, probably not as good as some. Do of you New understand?
1: West. Did you do you? I mean, because for me, for me as the host of this show. I'm an independent because I think that both parties are full of shit. But I'm so disturbed by what I'm hearing at Trump rallies. I'm so disturbed by it as a person of color that I say, how, how and why is this language acceptable? I think You're a mixed race person. Like I'm a mixed race person.
2: Huh? Yeah, I think we should be asking <laughs> why some, some people of color are feeling one way and other people of color are not feeling the same way as the people of color. But to be frank. frank. <laughs> I gotta be frank with you. Go ahead, so, go ahead, Jericho.
6: I was going to say it depends on their um, experience with this country. If you're raised in a ghetto that is deprived and you're not getting the proper education, then you're the people that are the stereotype that people look to to say, look at them. That's how they act. I wasn't raised like that.
2: That is correct. I wasn't
6: raised like that. So I'm not in that group. But I am concerned about that group because I have that blood.
2: Cherokee, I I probably shouldn't be talking so personal about my life, but I, I will say this. I grew up hungry, sleeping on the floor, cockroaches running through my ears, yet, and, and by the way, I haven't graduated high school, but I did get my GED at some point.
1: So right? that's considered, that's equivalent. So,
2: as a young black man of color, having a good job, I was getting paid 60000 a year back in 1999, right? Oh, we're there were always one or
6: two Sam, well, there, there are to the always one or two that get through, even in my, situ- my scenario that I gave. There's always one or two that gets through.
2: That's right. That's right. That's right. But where you're saying it's about the people's prior experiences, and I believe that's, that's probably very true, maybe about 60% of it. I think the other part is just the, the forward thinking mentality or the optimism. Whether you're an optimistic person or whether you're a doom and gloom person.
6: If you have nothing, there's nothing to be optimistic about.
2: I had nothing one. i have traveled 18 countries. Samuel, can I jump in here for a
1: second? Um, and I know you have a couple more questions to ask. Please forgive me. Um, New York, I, but I had to direct a question to Nyarka in relation to this subject. Nyurka, you moved to the United States when you were seven years old. Thanks. Would you say that maybe the experience... Um, on an island in the Caribbean, it's different than the experience here in the continental U.S. during certain years?
0: It is, it is absolutely different. It is okay. absolutely different. And I will tell you in the sense is that we know our ancestors. Like we're very family-oriented. Uh, my, mother, my mother made it a point that when we migrated here, we, we would go back every year to see our family. We have a huge family. It's actually a tribe. Right. And um, and, what I, and what I've learned from here is that there is a lot of hatred. And right. um, I, I will say more hatred to themselves than to others. Because I have to pay a taxi to go to high school every day. Because from the project, the black people who throw us bottles, who throw bottles at me, they always miss. But I was attacked all the time. I saw friends being attacked just for being Hispanic. And it's like, what is the point? I had guys come up and talk to me. And then when I would speak that, oh, you have an accent where you from Dominican Republic. Oh, I thought you were black. And in my mind, we're
6: the same race. Like, what are you talking about? Right. The division came from the government. They separated us so that we could not get together. And it started on the slave ship when they put different tribes together so they could not communicate with each other. And the education <laughs> the And they're so still doing that today because that's what you're speaking about. No, they're not I, doing I that today. The miseducation. Rob? Let her finish talking, please. No, you—you
4: you don't want to jumped in. I just simply commented for one second.
6: No, you're on your wrong. Team. You're wrong. And I'm. Not right, you're not. Nah, you
4: they're still doing that today, and yet. you get upset with Did me I, for just I, popping I, in and saying they're not still doing
1: that today. It's stupid to say. It is
6: not.
4: But
1: I have called out members of this panel before for um, not giving the ladies their proper speaking time. So I do. I. I, I have brought this issue up, but. I'm 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 going to come back to Nyorka before I release back to Samuel. Um, Nyorka, is it fair to say that you came from a country where you were in the minority with identity?
2: You were breaking up. Did you say I was in the minority? What?
1: Okay. So Nyorka, is it fair to say that you come from a country where you were in the majority?
0: Um, the majority of us have melanin. It's it's, it's even so. That we are told that just because you're white, just because your skin is white, doesn't mean you don't have black behind your ears. That's the thing that we have in the Dominican Republic, because we're all So yeah,
1: the answer have, to my question, so the so the answer have, to my question, my, the answer to my question would be a yes. And I appreciate yes. everything else you said. I'm trying to hopefully get you to understand because some of our viewers had commented. That she, her background as a person of color on an island in the Caribbean is not the same as what the Douglases and the Tubmans and the Nat Turners and the, you know, and those people in the Christmas Addicts have went through. Do you you understand that? Do you understand that there may be some things you weren't exposed to, which is why you don't have the same skew? Do you understand that?
2: Who are you talking to? I'm talking
0: uh, yes, I understand that. And and like I said to you, I, I researched. Um, in in the third grade, I read Frederick Douglass. That's when I found out about about slavery. I was actually working with my father. I was in the car and I looked at my father and I used I, I was thinking like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe that a man like that will be looked at as as you know will be treated the way that we're treated in the book that I was reading. And from mm-hmm. Frederick Douglass, this was a man who freed himself and he did it through education. We have been miseducated as well. The school did Bye. not teach us correctly. And, and the information is out there because not well. now they're trying to erase history. But the history is out there.
1: And I'm going, going to, I'm going to push back you and tell you that in American schools have informa- information that's been uh, doctored and so some of some of people's, people have been indoctrinated with some misinformation. So I think a lot of us here agree with you in that regard. Um, Samuel, I know you had some other questions you wanted to ask.
2: Um, yeah. But I'm taking it back to the politics, how we began about Trump and everything. Uh, I think we got, we, we go way off, so, but I enjoy it. Um, the protesters, they've turned to riots. Um, the protests have turned to riots.
1: riots Protesters are is a protesting, brother. Riot, rioters are rioting. Riot. Right, two riots, di- Those are two different acts.
2: Riots, broad violence.
4: Yeah. See, I got something to say to that. If you want me in,
6: they're by
2: instigators.
6: Not the
2: removal of, uh, not the removal of art, and, and Brian
1: Parker is awfully quiet. I'm, I'm concerned.
4: Listen, I, I will just simply say that that Marquis is correct. There are protesters and there are rioters and looters. The problem is, is that they're all melding in together in ways that so? are very. So, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't think they're as much peaceful rioters as they are a menacing mob because they've got too many in the middle of it. It's a menacing mob. And let me go ahead and tell you a quick one. I called Larry King Live years ago, and I said to Spike Lee. I said to Spike Lee, he's out there saying white man keeps the black man down. I say, I say to Spike Lee, I say, uh, Sir, you're saying that the white man keeps the black man down in America, yet you yourself are a highly successful black film director. How do you reconcile Who got kicked
1: out of Madison Square Garden.
4: Yeah, yeah, but I'm not talking about some one-off incident. I'm talking about my conversation with Spike Lee on the national airwaves, if I could. And
1: I'm talking about the conversation that a successful black man... I'm talking
4: about my back See, You don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear reality.
1: Because it's
4: not reality. in the middle of talking. I was talking 10 seconds. Now stop it, it Marquis. No, you
1: you were talking for two minutes actually...
4: I was talking for 10 seconds about my conversation on the national airwaves with Spike Lee. And instead of listening, you want to say, he got thrown out of a ballgame once. Ah, shut up. Look, I'm telling you, please. So I'm telling me, I'm trying to tell you something. Will you please? What the hell? Come on, come on. So Let's hear it. You Spike got 10 Lee's seconds. Answer. You want to hear Spike Lee's answer or not? What the fuck, dude? So I say, yeah, you yourself are a highly successful black film director. His answer. Well, sir, there are aberrations to everything. And my answer back to Spike was get over yourself. There are black people in every station of life in America. I said this on Larry King Live. I, had, I couldn't say it here because Marquis jumped all over me. Yes, there are 5,000 cities run by black mayors. Yes, there are black judges. Yes, there are black police chiefs. Yes, white people send their white children to black educators. Yes, white people get pulled over by black cops to go in front of black judges. Yes, white people go under the knives of black doctors. So there are black people in every station of life in America. There's your black power.
1: So, sorry, sorry, Samuel, I gotta cut you off. Uh, Black educators, black teachers, black doctors, Samuel, would you say there's enough Black educators, Black teachers, and Black doctors?
2: Depends on how you want to define enough. But I think the point is that Black people are infused in just about every aspect of society and still saying that we're not doing enough or we're not getting enough. And I think the fact that we're dominating in sports, the fact that we are in medicine, the fact that we are lawyers, the fact that we are with opportunity everywhere, I think does speak speak volumes. I really well, well I you, know, I, you know, know Samuel,
1: I agree with you, but, you know, Rob was talking about Spike Lee. There are times that Spike Lee can't even get a cab in New York City because the color of his skin and someone doesn't want to pick, pick him up. There are yeah. times that a person is highly qualified to be, be one of those teachers or educators or, or whatever of African descent, and they don't necessarily have the same opportunities because the right speaks about welfare, and, and the left speaks about nepotism.
2: Actually, I think it's the left that continues to get people on welfare. Yeah. Um, yeah, to hold them down. I think it's the left I, that advocates for I that a little more.
0: The money.
2: Yeah. Um, no, I think people just need to wake up to themselves. And uh, I remember a saying when I was younger, I heard this saying. It said, if it's going to be, it's up to me. And I think that speaks volumes as well. I think that people have to learn to start taking responsibility for their own actions because there is enough that is available to, to many of us, if not all of us. It's just that we we look at it from different eyes.
1: Has it always been available to all of it's
2: us? not that it's always been. It's the fact that it is now.
1: Uh, but, I'm, but I'm asking the question, has it always been? No, of it's course not. Obviously it not. has not. Obviously so not. When, when did it become to the point that it's available to everybody? The when American
4: not. Civil Rights Movement. You think so? <laughs>
6: I'm sorry.
1: Okay. I'm out. I'm okay. Sorry. Cherokee, you wanted to add clearly. No, I
6: don't want to add anything. I'm done. Okay. Uh,
1: Kirk Adair is quiet and, and Brian Parker are quiet. <laughs> Kirk Adair, what, are we just talking nonsense today? Brother, what's going on?
3: Well, no, I don't think you're talking nonsense. I think that, um, well, my feeling is that the uh, opportunities have um, continued to increase. I don't think they've increased sufficiently they have increased Uh, I don't believe the trouble is there's a narrative in every higher educational uh, uh, college university in the United States with regard to history and it's not just uh, black history it's history in general because they don't want you to know if you don't know you're much more easily controlled you have to be aware that there's a there's a distinct narrative here and unfortunately, black people, uh, Hispanic people, uh, Asian people, and uh, white people, not on necessarily an equal level of um, indoctrination, because I wouldn't call the American educational system educational, i call it indoctrinational. Right on, right, right on. on. I, I, I so ignorant. Ignorant. Indoctrinational. All right, Howard Zinn, they refuse to teach Howard Zinn at most uh, historic uh, or in most history classes. And the thing is that even people on the very far right jump up and down and scream, but he's very factual in what he yeah. says. Yeah. Um, um, Cornell West has made incredible um, statements with regards to uh, being aware of history, being aware of history being taught properly. He's given uh, kudos to Howard Zinn. So, um, the the educational opportunities have grown, and I think that one of the th- things that you're seeing right now is the 1% of the 1%, who are right on top of Betsy DeVos, are trying to basically um, castrate the American educational system. And Betsy
6: DeVos, yeah. from,
3: from my position, okay, of trying to teach history, People say, why don't you teach? It's because because I teach the truth. They don't want to hear it. They yeah. want to hear so-and-so cross the Delaware. This happened, that happened, and whatever you but do. You're you were a professor, so why would
1: they not the hear it? The dots. You were a professor. Why would they not want to hear it? Is this why you, you is this, what, is, is this, what happened? Brother, what marriage
3: Because my experience is if you teach a decent history class, they don't want it. They want you to teach only one version. it has to be an old-fashioned version of American history that that has it's dumbed down because it's old oh, well, you know you can't do that. you can't ask them to read that or read you know such and such because it might involve too much in the class. The other thing is America, even though it was an isolated country basically up until World War one, all right with the exception of the Spanish- American war, okay. Did not believe in isolation. You're talking about Americans who were involved in the in the opium trade in China, riding in on the tails of the British Navy, okay, and trading more opium than the British did. But they don't want to hear that. They don't. Oh no, no, we never did that. You know, there are reasons. You know, uh, uh, America had colonies in the Philippines from 1898. They don't want to hear. That's crazy. They don't want to hear that there was a royal family in Hawaii that were basically imprisoned and shot by the big pineapple planter. You
1: know, and I bring this <laughs> up all the time because I say, Britain how is there. it that Britain gets to a place that they divest Hong Kong and they do the same with their other colonies in the United States, that that's not even a, that's not even a, you can't even ask the question. Forget the conversation. You can't even ask the question without getting pummeled. Um, but you know, Kirk, you, you say something that's very um, fascinating. You said, um, people don't want to hear the truth. And, you know, Samuel, I've heard from black teachers who have said when they have attempted to teach true history, they've been ostracized. Now, in, in the union, they would be locked into their job. But if they're teaching at a charter school, they're making less money and they're let go. The so the, te- the teachers do come into the system, but they're being let go. And we talk about the doctors and, you know, we do have attorneys and the representation is increasing, Samuel. But, you know, when you have 400 years of restricted opportunity, I I, I don't want someone telling me about how healthy my tomato plant is when they have a garden, a farm, or they own the goddamn tomato factory. Don't mm-hmm. tell me about my tomato plant unless mm-hmm. I own the tomato plant where we're 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 doing pasta sauce and we're doing uh pe you know pizza sauce and all that. unless I own that plant. Don't tell me about the plants in the ground. But mm-hmm. can you understand where I, Samuel? Where people feel uh they w- people have been maligned for so long. Don't you know people, they don't necessarily want to hear that there's a present opportunity when there's so much history that has not been corrected.
2: Well, don't you find that alone is the problem right there. I don't want to hear Me an Mercury because my, my yesterday was so bad. Or not even my yesterday, but my family's yesterday was so bad. I think, I think you've got to learn balance. I mean, everybody can you, can, you know this. I mean, everything, in everything, there's balance. Yeah? Earlier, we are talking about mer- Mercury retrograde. I mean, we're talking about. <laughs> undi-
1: no, this is not an astrology show. It just it came out.
2: But
4: you I just see, used like, it as an example for crying out loud.
2: You got it. You got it. Chill up. But it's like it's like we know that life must be balanced. If you want a healthy life, you got to balance your life. Yeah. If you're gonna put so much weight on your on your past, you've uh, you've also got to be willing to put equal amount of weight on your future, on and your, present. And your future. Yeah. Your today and you your. Samuel,
4: can I can I cut in a little bit?
1: Paramount. A little bit, not a lot of it, just a little. Well, Over I'm gonna say I think
4: that I think that when a black person cackles a laugh about the massive sweeping landmark legislative victories on behalf of black people on American soil, that that is profoundly sad. This country took the centuries and centuries-old institution of slavery, absorbed it. Of course it came to our shores. It was long before America was born. Of course it came to the shores. How could it not? We took that in and, and 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 absorbed it and and churned it out into the American Civil Rights Movement. And somewhere between there, you had white people stepping up and fighting and killing and dying for the American Civil War to stop slavery. You had John. No, wait
6: a minute! The Civil War was not to stop. It was, of slavery. course, about
4: slavery. I know that's, no, that's a nonsense. Oh, states' business. rights and economics. No, there were white okay. people who refused
6: to walk step
4: on, in. On, hold it. on were white you gotta, people who refused to lockstep in with, with
1: slavery.
6: slavery. Cherokee, go ahead. Ste- mute him. Go ahead, The Cherokee. Civil War had nothing to do with slavery. Everything It did not. It, did not. it, it had to do with the South fearing That they would lose their workforce. Their so you workforce. know all those people,
4: what their hearts told them. There were people that said, "No, I'm not going." I'm pulling talking about open.
6: history. I'm not talking about what you, as a white man, think in your head. Like those white people fighting the Civil War. To you ain't American saying.
4: Slaves. I'm saying that they fought and died and killed. Slavery. And for you to try and change the narrative and adjust I'm history,
6: and cut it, with me. I know, I know I'm history.
4: telling you that there were white people who stepped up and fought to end slavery. That's a fact. They were
6: fighting for land. They were not no, they fighting were not for black either. people. The
4: North fought to end slavery. Uh, do you remember the name Abraham Lincoln? Do you remember the I Emancipation did. Proclamation?
6: I do. I do. Thank you for remembering that. that I'm
4: telling you. Hold on, hold on, guys. Hold on. The American civil rights movement meant a lot.
1: That's great. Hold on, Rob. Brian Parker, I need to bring in men of color. Brian Parker, I need you in this. Samuel Cachera, I need you in this. Brian, you're on the left. Sam, you're you're independent, but you lean right. Right. Can can you guys, in your heart of hearts? Tell me that you have the same opportunities as your Caucasian counterparts in every situation. in your heart of hearts. I
2: don't know. Can you name? Now something? Samuel,
1: Samuel, when I ask you this question, I want you to keep in mind that you have traveled, and because you've lived in China and Australia, there are things that have taken place in the United States that you've not been exposed to and I said the same thing to Nierka. she came here at 7 and she, that history she said okay but I had to do my research but if you you have to research what you're looking for and if you're not looking for it you may not get it you were saying Samuel I'm sorry brother
2: I think that we are we have all the same opportunities we what? have brain surgeons we had a president no we have lawyers we have no. educators, we no. have, pick an no. area, tell me because I need to know. Tell you either make about. the
5: grade or you don't. Pick <laughs> what? Me, Brian, 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 tell me. Can, can we mute this motherfucker so I can speak? Cause if I say Ooh. two words, you're gonna whoa, jump right whoa, in. Whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. You you jump on, in on hold me. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, everybody, everybody stop please, everybody stop. Remember, don't take anything personal. I'm
5: not, but I. And
1: those of us, and those of us, and those of us that might be imbibing, I like to save that for the after show where we can get a little bit more loose. But on this program, I need you as lucid as possible.
6: I'm as so, lucid as they come. Go ahead, Brian. Okay. Love okay, Brian. so,
1: Brian, just, just just don't personalize it. I understand you're upset, but go ahead.
5: Okay, I'm going to try to, but if you break in, no, no, I'm going to go off on it.
1: It's your floor. Go ahead. Your mic.
5: Sam, I think what you're not understanding is that there has been institutional racism in this country. Yes, are things getting better? Yes. But... If you're telling me that I can go into a bank and a white counterpart and go into the bank, and I'm going to be looked at the same way as my white counterpart, then I have a Brooklyn Bridge to sell you. It's just not the truth.
1: And and Samuel, he speaks of a uh, of a personal incident. I, let me correct myself. I relate. I had a personal incident that happened in the mid 80s in Massachusetts, Brookline, Massachusetts. And for the audience, Brookline, Massachusetts is where the Kennedys are uh, from. Go ahead, Samuel.
2: No, Brian, I want Brian to finish.
1: So, thank
5: you. So when I'm saying that, it's interwoven into the system, Sam. It's not that people are saying, I don't wanna be optimistic, I don't wanna be optimistic. But opportunities sometimes look like they're available to you until you actually have to go and actually try to get it. And when you get it, you're given every reason as to why you don't qualify. And it may be that all your stuff is right, your business plan is right, you got all the required collateral, everything else, yet you don't get awarded. it. You know, if I have a small construction company and ABC construction company is way bigger and it's uh, a, you know a bunch of white guys, You know my company doesn't get looked at unless there is uh policies in place that require them to uh award so much of their uh contracts to minority-owned businesses those things had to be put in place just so that we could get a foot in the door it's not always about education and things like that that's why affirmative action had to be there sam it wasn't to tell people that you had to take in people that weren't less qualified It was to tell you to remove the color barrier and look at people based on their qualifications, not on the color of
2: their skin. So has that been removed? I have
1: less than four minutes, Sam, I can
5: give you thirty
2: seconds. I want to understand, Brian. It's ongoing.
5: You know, are are we better than we were back in the 60s? Absolutely. If you judge it from that, are we better than we were in the 1800s? Absolutely. But Sam, that's like saying if you're running a race and somebody and you're running the hundred, I mean the uh, mile, and somebody's already got two laps on you, and you've made it halfway around the track, that ain't the same. That ain't the same. They yeah. got a they got a two lap lead on you, and so they're talking and they, and then they're looking back, telling you, "Hey, forget about your past,
1: pull yourself up, and come on along." Okay, hold on Brian I, I, got I can get Samuel 30 seconds then I have to close
2: I, I don't believe that they're saying forget about the past I, I'm maybe there are people that are neglecting the past or or or, or um, trying to not acknowledge the past that could be yeah I can yeah. Go with that I can't yeah. I, can, I can't imagine anybody saying forget about the past but I can think that when you said pull yourself up by the bootstraps I think that's um that's also a very good saying yeah I, I think that people should be doing that anyway right but
5: don't put a stumbling block in front of me
2: right right but but you also said like these policies had to be put in place because so that means that the policies are in place because right right because um, they
1: and with that i need to close i'm sorry i'm gonna cut everybody off i need the to original close.
2: question was about the opportunity I'm, I'm
1: sorry i need to close that's why you muted because i need to close thank you i'm so sorry And I really like to give people time to speak, and I apologize. I got a five-minute warning about two minutes ago. We have programs in place for minority-owned businesses. And minority means minor. I've said before it means less than. We have what's called affirmative action. So we should ask ourselves, what are we affirming? When people are in the streets and they're raising fists and they're raising signs, um, Ryan Parker makes a very good point. When someone starts the race at a clear advantage and they run a couple of times around the track, you don't add someone to the race and then suddenly say, okay, you can leave the gate and then ask them why they're not winning. So would we call 400 years to lapse, Brian Parker? Now, don't answer the question, brother, but I want our audience to think about that. And Samuel Cochera said the phrase pull yourself up by your bootstraps. But in order to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, you need to be able to buy a pair of boots. If they don't let you into the store, or they don't hire you, or you don't have the knowledge on how to make your own boots, then how you pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Verbal Assault Livestream. I'm your host, Marky e. Devereaux. I would like to invite you on to Wednesday's program, uh, where we will discuss, wipe them off the effing map, fired, North Carolina cops accused of racism. Thank you so much. We look forward to having you on tomorrow's program. Bye bye. Different.
6: Different. Thank God I'm different. different. I don't think me and you are like we different. different all day. Whipping up the white in the kitchen. Got your bitch. Pulling up a tight stride. Every day, fly.